listen to your Time to Refresh podcast with Brad Refresh, the podcast about life, music, traveling, shit, literal shit that is, and weird and wacky stories with Brad and a range of guests from the planet Earth. Feel free to share the pod with your pals, your mom, your neighbor's dog, or even your shrink. It's all fun. You can follow our Facebook group called It's Time to Refresh Community or It's Time to Refresh on Instagram. Write into the pod, ask questions, and share your stories. Enjoy the pod! Hey kid, what time is that? It's time to refresh! Uh, back once again with another podcast. Um, this is I'm not even sure what episode we're on now, but this is a Christmas special. So I uh, hope you're having a good Christmas. This comes out Christmas Day, by the way, just so you know. Um, hope you're having a good Christmas. Uh, and we want, I wanted to do something, sort of double up on guests and get like um, so, 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 something different for the the Christmas episode. I didn't want it to just be the same. Get someone in, talk to them. So we're gonna have a bit of a crack between us, and then. We'll do a little quiz and that, and then I'm doing a little raffle giveaway at the end as well. So, on the Christmas special, we've got Rob Kane and ADF. How are we doing? Good. Well, can, I just, can, I, can I just say something, by the way? Right, so I, I listen to the podcast, right. and every episode you start with, back once again with another podcast. Right. Do you not think you should have another intro? I have oh, no idea. Honestly, I don't it's even the same thing much. every time, Brad. You said, back once again with another podcast, yeah. and then you're in. I don't even know why I do it. I think it just is, gets is me it, in the zone. Is it? Is it just a, you go on autopilot and that's it, yeah? It, I don't know if it's autopilot. <laughs> do you know what I think it is? I think I do it and it's like, right, uh, you, you've, you've got past the hardest part of it doing the first couple the, of words. The intro's yeah, yeah. always the shittest part, isn't it? Yeah. You're getting over the... Uh, yeah, you, you, I feel like a knobhead. I'm there and I'm like, fucking talking. <laughs> oh, you've done two them already. No, less than two there, minutes and you've killed them off. Talking to a camera and, like, obviously, we know there's people watching behind it now, but fucking, right now, we're staring at a fucking four-inch camera and it's like... <laughs> it's like... It's like... A wall in the yeah. coldest fucking studio in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Once I get past them obvious four words, I feel like I've got like a bit of an audience behind me then because it's like fucking. I don't know, are you just sitting there? And you're just like, oh my god, fucking hell. But do you know what I mean? So that's why I do it. So I'm just through you there, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> what I think it is, I think I'm going to continue doing it every episode. But it's like it's one of them things where I'm just like, now uh, you, I've clicked on that you, you've. I do it. It's like, oh, fucking hell. I'm going to notice every time I do it now. You are, yeah. I'm going to be like, back once again with another episode. Oh, fucking I've hell. I've cursed you. <laughs> I'll have to do something different to open it. Yeah, you're going to start it. again now, isn't you? No, no, I'm <laughs> fucked. Right, so if you want to be kind of old, it's fine. Oh, good, you know. Right. I'm good anyway. They're all that, aren't we? I'm sound, mate. Pretend I'll have just been here for the last two hours. Yeah. It's <laughs> Sat in that corner before. I've <laughs> but yeah, um, as I say, we've got like three different, like, types of people at the minute because you're doing the sort of scouse house stuff down here you're really focused on the house stuff and I'm just up in, up in the sticks doing fuck all so like he thinks he's moved up in the world and gone off to make more fucking money than you <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right as well I'm losing money <laughs> Like you, make, you make a tune and somehow you're, you're down on money. He knows it's only the dump on his watch. Now it is, yeah. yeah. No, um, but the thing is, though, like, fucking, 
even though we're all doing three different fucking pathways at the minute, it's like everyone's in the same industry. Do you know what I mean? So it's all it's all the same same fucking story. Very different shit. levels yeah. in this room. Uh, that's who we're doing all right, and then just me who sits at home making songs on this bed in this bedroom. Man, I'm doing all right. Very very different levels in this room there. I wouldn't discredit that you're doing, mate. You know, you're doing really well, mate. You're um, flying the flag for Liverpool producers who've started off really, really, really recently. Uh, I wouldn't discredit yourself for anything you've done. It's good. I wouldn't say I'm doing well either. I'm doing a fucking podcast, mate. Like I'm not successful in music. I'm, I'm. Um, I'm wrong with any of the mates. Then let's be honest. No, no. It's hard it. to be successful in music. It, yeah. It's hard yeah. without that. Yeah. yeah it's hard I mean, without that machine behind it. It's hard I, to be successful. I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at Rob's situation. He's got only still time to get the fucking. Don't claim about it. Yeah. All these years later, he's still I mean, got I've, stigma that's I'm quite lucky in the respect that I've been involved in the music industry, and lots of its mechanics in different ways for nearly 28 years now. Be it DJing or running record labels or doing A and R or running record shops, being a buyer and seller for records. Mm. All that type of thing. So I'm quite lucky in that respect because a lot of people don't make a career out of something that they feel passionate about and love. So. I've done all right. I've yeah. done all right. And like, I, I mean, I used to be quite shy and reserved about my successes over the years. But, you know, it, it, it comes down to that old thing, you know, where you, you meet like an old re- a relative you haven't seen in years and they go, still doing that DJing thing? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel embarrassed saying it. I used to feel dead embarrassed about saying I'm a DJ yeah. because when I started DJing, the only people who were, who were DJs were some fucking Ming who stood in the, in the corner, corner of the, booth, of, of the room mm-hmm. and played tunes like fucking some music geek. And I was embarrassed about admitting that I was passionate about it. But nowadays I'm quite proud to say, I've done this, I've played here. I might have, uh, even though I was a, a kind of resent the dog scene nowadays, I, you know, I was a big part of this. Yeah. And like I played all over the world because of it. So it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's something that's, it's, that I've learned to. Um, appreciate and be able to you know but not boast about but say well yeah i've done that people say to me oh went to this club last night and i go yeah i played there 15 years ago or i went to me to see a sound oh did you yeah yeah i played there or you have done this i've done that and and all that so yeah i've i've uh, i'm quite proud of what i've done nowadays and uh it's come full circle for me because i never used to be like that at all and the, the thing is so you can you can brag about it because be, this the people who's sitting there taking the piss out you're going do you still do that wick wick laughing Mate, you're you're doing this as a job. Like you are, like full. T- Mate, well, you know what the thing used to burn me out was people go, "What you do?" And I go, well, "I'm a DJ." And they go, "Where do you play?" And I go, "Pleasure Rooms." And we can play. And they go, "Oh, put a donk on it." Yeah. Oh my god! I think you to make me want to fucking choke them out. Shoot me head in. Yeah. Put a donk. Put a bang. I mean, mates still say it to me now. Yeah. Gob shite. They're still trying. Still trying to pass it off as like you, a you're joke. doing that. They pass yeah. it off as a joke, but you know. Is it a joke if you're in a hundred grand a year DJing? You know, I mean, you you can pass it off as a joke, but you paid the bills, didn't you? Yeah, for so many years, and you can't. That's the thing. So, like, turning down money, do you? Who turns down money? Who, well, who's laughing though? They, they could take the piss out of you. They might have their fucking hand down a toilet, unblocking a toilet, fucking five days a week. Yeah. Whereas you're doing something you enjoy, and it's like, yeah, you can take the piss and do whatever, but fucking. I'm li- you're living the dream like you're living like you're doing what you want they don't want to sit there fucking unlocking toilets or fucking you know what I mean just or even fucking doing some monotonous job that they just can't be asked 
being yeah, being bothered. Toilet that's after the stories I've heard <laughs> this podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry no, about that. No one wants to do that now. You block bugs. You block bugs. You Brad. No, I fucking shit myself, don't I? Oh. Do you, yeah, just common thing. You, yeah, you commonly poo poo your pants. Uh, um, not as much. Yeah. Meet your mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. Why? Oh, it's uh, not bad, hasn't it? This. Already. Yeah. No. Nah, well, basically, what it is, right, is fucking when I go on holiday so it's always a, a change of what, what of something and I can't put do you find, did you find you, your stools are looser when you go on to, to, to warmer climates yes <laughs> I'm the same mate you know mm. when you get on holiday you have like proper sweaty holiday shits don't you yeah well that's what it is fucking shit myself and it's just uh, this is the second podcast in a row where I've talked about shit myself but uh, uh, right I can tell another story if you want to know another story yeah. about shit myself <laughs> so um, like I'm trying to think of what country I was in um, because it's happened so often, it's like not 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 so so often, but like it just seems to be every time I get fucking badly, I've got like going all there somewhere. It's like oh yeah, it's happened again. Like it, my missus has just said to me like every time you go, we go somewhere. Like every continent we've been on, I've shit myself, and it's just it's just <laughs> is so, it a little bit or a fucking lump? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, if it's a little wet fart, you can kind of wet, wet fart. Wet fart, wet fart. Yeah. Kind of, you can excuse them if it's a proper lump in your catch. Yeah. That's a problem. And, and if you've got food poisoning as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, food poisoning is fucking terrible abroad as well, yeah. isn't it? It's not like food poisoning here. Mind you, last time I had food poisoning, I couldn't get off the couch for a week. I remember I, um, I, the week I got food poisoning. I've been we. The weekend beforehand, I'd been out with me mate Mark McGee, who was like one of our mentors, DJ mentors. He was like um, quite a popular DJ in, in Crosby where I, where I grew up. Like, um, and uh, we went, we'd been out and we'd been sniffing Charlie and fucking drinking booze and all the rest of it. And we went for it. We'd been for um, been for food afterwards, which is never a good good idea when you've had a load of fucking cocaine anyway. Mm. So I ended up in this chippy um, in Bootle. And bought these chicken wings. First time I'd ever had salt and pepper chicken wings, by the way. This <laughs> this is this, this must be twenty years ago. Uh, in fact, maybe twenty one. And um, yeah, fucking, they, they, they weren't cooked properly anyway. It was it was it was a it was a bad zoo. And uh, the next day, I just couldn't move. And I I've been told that week one of the lads in the aquarium who was playing upstairs in the main room. Is, has been fucked off so we want you to take his place so yeah. this was a big weekend for me a big deal I was getting to play the main set in the main room and it was a career defining moment for me and uh, I had fucking food poisoning <laughs> and I couldn't get off the couch and I, I literally moved to one side and I'd shit my pants or I moved the other <laughs> way and I'd spew up I couldn't move I had to just lie there rigid and I was just pooing and pooing and fucking vomit anyway in the end I ended up like just like grinding down a load of um Emodiums and and fucking drink them like yogurt, and uh, that managed to keep it away for uh, for long enough for me to go and do my gig and smashed it. And come home and I feel much better out. now that other people do it. Do you know what I mean? I know I was like twenty odd years well, ago, but even still, I feel know, better now. Well, yeah, let me tell you another story about me shit myself. <laughs> 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 right, what, I haven't got none of these. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> one night I was me and my wife had not long moved into our apartments in um, in Liverpool. We we had a, a box of apartments in town, and um, we had our mates around. Uh, and my wife was going out with me, me mate's beard and they were going on a night out and my mate was coming out and he was DJing with me and Barred at the time and uh, I said yeah come round we'll, uh, we'll have a few bevies and I'll cook a spag ball and that and the beards can go go off and get into town and all that and uh, and then we're going to work so drinking I can't remember if I was I think I might have been drinking rosé or something that I don't drink now anyway something horrific 
So I was drinking bevies and then I made this spag bol. I was putting loads of chilli in it thinking I was the boy because we make like this food spicy. And I obviously can't handle spicy food. That's all I'm a fanny. <laughs> and uh, I made this spag bol. I'm sucking in. And I'm thinking, oh, I feel uncomfortable here. You know, your, your guts feel like, you know, you've eaten something spicy and you feel cold inside. You yeah. get that sensation. I feel good here, you know. Uh, so anyway, we cracked out the limo and started hoofing for the Charlie. And I'm thinking, fucking, he oh, feels a bit weird here. But anyway, we've got to go to this gig. So we're gigging in Barnett. And my mate was doing the set after me, I think. And uh, Anton Powers was on before me. And uh, so I grabbed me, it was back in the days of records. I've got two these two fucking massive big record bags. I'm walking down the stairs on me uh, in my apartment, going down to the the front too, so we can flag a taxi outside. I get onto the street and I go to my mate John. I go, "Hey John, get on that, do a little fart." And he goes, "Oh lad, that stinks down." I get a fucking horrible in it. Walk down the street and do another one, and just forced out of the fucking biggest wet shit ever. Literally, fill. I I'm not messing. I fill me kecks and I went, I went, oh, what's up? I went, I just shit me pants. He went, you're messing. I went, nah, nah honestly, that have shit me pants. And he went, oh, what are you going to do? I went, well, I can't go to work like this. I've got shit in me gex. It's dripping down my bollocks and that. Oh. He went, yeah. I went, I'm going to have to go back and just jump in the shower. I went, watch me records. I'll be two minutes. So I waddled back to the, the apartment, waddled upstairs. By this point, there's a fucking bulge in me jeans like that. I just full of it. I got into the apartment and just jumped into the shower and just scooped the inside of me. Jumped in, jumped in the shower like fully dressed just scoop the inside of my jeans out like that into the shower oh. shit everywhere and um, Heavy. yeah and, and so anyway I had a shower got myself fucking dressed and got and got back out again but I, I walked into the DJ box Anton Powers is DJing before me he goes oh, I go. I went, yeah he goes smells of shit in here <laughs> <laughs> well, you fucking bastard we made to text everyone in the bar saying okay just shit his pants <laughs> and, I got and it. after that story Merry Christmas everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to be a Christmas special but it's right right after your Christmas dinner <laughs> after Christmas I'm a Christmas you log on me <laughs> no, right. I'll be honest with you. If that's what shit yourself is, I I haven't shit myself. Sorry. <laughs> it's, always, it's always just been between the ass cheeks. It's never been on my sucker out like oh, that. Mate, you know, no like, yeah, proper filmy catch. <laughs> so what happened was, um, I'll tell you about the last time I shit myself. So you can sort of gauge how often I do it. It was um, September just gone, and um, I was in Hong Kong, and uh, we'd been out for a big meal the night before, and that, and we we got a, this boat over to like it's like a an, an island. It's like. Um, all locals and that live there. It's all fucking, it's only a small place. Anyways, I was cycling around fucking um, the, the, the island on my own. You can do it in sort of an hour if, if you think. And I'm fucking cycling and I'm like, oh my God, my like joint's like, you know it's coming. I was like, where can I go here? Yeah, there's just fucking a lovely view of the sea and everything like that. Shit in a bush. I, well, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I've got shit in a bush. And anyways, I've seen this, this toilet sign saying like public toilets this way. And I may as well have shot in a bush, by the way, when we get to it. But fucking, I'm there cycling, fucking, I just throw the bike to one side and I'm running up this hill and I'm like, and I was like, it's like proper like countryside at this point. It's all like fucking mad animals and that there. There's like mad insects in, in, in the fucking woods and that. And I'm just running up, running past all this fucking like shrubbery and all this. And I'm just following the sign. I'm like, where's he at? And it's, it just looks like a little square public box go in and it's just a hole in the floor obviously it wasn't a proper Simple, toilet like Malaysian toilet yeah you? so then I just fucking whack my kicks down and before I could get them down so as I pulled them the down yeah, it's already, I, yeah it came shit. out as I went to bend and over shit, shit myself yeah so there's fucking oh and by the way it didn't tell you on the fucking public toilet as well bring your own toilet roll <laughs> <laughs> 
fever shit all over yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Nah, so I'll basically... <laughs> it does, yeah, but I don't care. But, um, so, I whip, I whip, my shorts were alright, so I whipped my shorts off, but my fucking boxes were wrote off. They, they'd gone... Did you I sh- just wipe your ass with your boxes and just lash them in a hole? Yeah, I did. And then I washed my ass in that there was a... So sink as well. So I hope there was no one in after me because it's, I was fucking... You know dirty. what, mate? It's, it's mad the amount of times you go into a nightclub toilet or a rave toilet and you can see a random sock covered in shit or a random <laughs> pair of yeah. boxies just that I mean even the girls toilets is a, a fucking pair of, a, a fucking pair of girls knickers with shit hanging oh. all the hanging out of the sanitary bins and all that it's disgusting isn't it people just poo the pants when they've had too much too much drugs or <laughs> well, well my missus that's where all the flies come from I've got a few working lads that bonks that's just bar flies that mate isn't it from, from ale well uh, where, where we were my missus had stopped and like got food and that so I went on the bike ride on my own so I came back and she's there and and I've just given her this look and she's she, I'm, I shit myself that often she's went you've done it again haven't you and I pulled me, me shorts to the side no box on underneath just fucking tackle out and that and she goes oh my god we're gonna have to go like we're just fucking serious she says and then she, she gets she gets on her eyes she's like why is it every time we're going all the day you fucking poo yourself like it's not even funny at this point and I'm like is it, do I do it that often and she starts going Italy, Marrakesh, and, and rhyming all this. I shit myself in France. Like ev- everywhere I go, I do it. And it, but I don't do it at home. It's not a home thing. It's like it is yeah, must it's just be acclimatizing. I think your your body's just acclimatizing. I, I think that's what it must be. It must be that because I've never. I don't think I've shit myself at home ever. It's never been a thing. So there we go. Merry Christmas, by the way. So <laughs> just, I don't know what to do. so we'll move we'll move away from the shit and everything like that if you want. <laughs> So, how are you doing anyways? You I'm were... all right, you know. <laughs> so you were DJing last night till 6am. Yeah. How are you, how you finding, obviously last time you were on the podcast we were talking about you were, um, you were doing more Liverpool based gigs now, you fucked the donk scene and that often. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest, I have to, I've been dipping my toe back into the bounce thing a little bit. Um, but not, not on the scale I was and not, more doing like the classic-y stuff, I think. Um, yeah. I don't do anything in Liverpool as Alan will tell you he keeps trying to get me on his gigs and stuff don't do anything in Liverpool really so that's uh, a conscious decision to do that yeah, yeah. and I'm dead picky what about the f- things I do <laughs> is that legal? yeah so oh, yeah, so there I, was something zipping on his own I'm dead conscious about what I pick and, and, and choose to do mm. people offer me gigs all the time and I'm 99% of the time I'll say no or I'll just fire in a stupid price that I know they won't want to pay you know it's got to be well, oh, so you if, I don't want, if I don't yeah. want to do it you know it's a thousand quid or it's twelve hundred quid or whatever and uh, if you want to pay me that <laughs> by all means I'll come and do your gig for you and I'll quite happily do it for that money yeah. but I know most people don't want to do pay that and like I, I, I kind of outprice myself out of the situation by doing so so it means it's I'm more exclusive to the gigs I do so I have done BTID and I've done Reminisce and I've done a couple of things where I've been playing bouncy stuff yeah. uh, but I tend not to it's just house music for me and disco and funky house and tech house and techno and all them things amalgamated together is what I play nowadays. So I'm happy doing it. Are we getting a, are we getting a best of twenty two uh, mix off you? Oh, the mega mix, yeah, yeah. I started working on it yesterday. It, I tell you what, they t- they take some hours to put it put into do them. Imagine. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I worked it out last time. It was for every minute of audio you hear that took an hour to put together because mm-hmm. there's three tracks running simultaneously over every section. You might not 
audibly hear them, but uh-huh. it might be like a loop or just a, like a little one-shot vocal just running behind it or a, a, a string or something from another track. There's permanently three tunes, sometimes four and five, and then tra- so as they transition, they, they each track goes in between each one. So yeah. um, it, it takes a fucking massive amount of time to put them together and get them sounding good. I'd say it's your most popular mix of the year. Yeah, they are, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so. And I don't do many mixes online anymore. And I was doing a, a, a like monthly series for a while, but they just ended up getting <coughs> being ridiculous, like length duration, because I'd have so much new music every week. I'm knocking out six hour mixes. And I'm like, who the fuck listens to them for six <laughs> hours? No one. Yeah, no, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah because people's attention span is shorter, and the younger generation's attention span is even shorter than ours is. Yeah. So. It's like the mixing thing. Nowadays, you're mixing a new t- another tune every three minutes or whatever. But back, back twenty years ago, tracks were fucking ten minutes long. Some of them, and you're mixing, playing for longer. People's attention span short. So me, me mixes have just got short, and I just, I just do hour ones again now um, because I was doing these big six hour ones, and they just weren't, weren't getting any traction on SoundCloud. They're still there if people want to download them and listen mm. to them. Should be SoundCloud. Can I do with that though? Even, even my own attention span. It's, yeah. it's getting shorter like everyone like I've, I've started off with obviously with you making tracks like yeah. six minutes five and a half six minutes to dance four and a half I'm thinking I'm going to go and play this break dance it off well I don't want to fucking hear the rest well, so the, but I mixed that way anyway because I've spent that long that driving was, arm with him is that when I was when I was making the when, when me and Chris Clark were making the talk control tunes we were very conscious that because I was going to be playing them out, there had to be different Mid-point. elements in the break in each part of the track. Because yeah. if it's the same, it's, it's the same breakdown. Uh, same the second breakdown is the same as the first breakdown, and the third breakdown is the same. Then what's the point in playing the other two breakdowns and drops? If, yeah. if I remember, I was listening to a tune the other, the other week, a hardcore tune, and it was <coughs> it was the old Doctor Who um, DJ Dougal "Love of My Life" thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's got the same breakdown in it and drop four Just times. Just copy and pasted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nine minutes long or something stupid, and it's the same throughout. It does yeah. the same thing, and I was like, why the fuck did any of us play this for this duration? It's the same fucking track. It, but, but you know back then that type of thing worked and it used to go off I like a long track man don't get me wrong I like a long track it's when, when elements do it's got to do something hasn't it look at for instance I know we've, we've touched on it before but when you did the static bounce tune every drop on that tune's different yeah. and obviously you obviously had the total control thing in mind when you were saying about it like listening to that last drop compared to the first drop it's like two different tracks so yeah. it's like do you know what I mean that's the whole point of what it should be but this copy and paste crack that people are doing it's it's lazy as fuck like that's why I have got really short tracks nowadays because I only do one breakdown or, or you don't need to, to. I, even my tech house stuff has got one breakdown it's yeah. got like a mini breakdown where we introduce the elements and stuff and then hmm. you have another breakdown and it's only 30 seconds longer breakdown and then it just kicks in with the fucking everything yeah, well, no, it doesn't kick in with everything and it's yeah, yeah, you're, it's you're, sort of slip back isn't it mm-hmm. it just kicks in right? and then it's then it's out you're out I've got, I've got everything in at the end because that's I've got, got bits bounce, mate. Mm-hmm. Saved, it's bounce it's a different type of progression with making bouncy music because it all it's like the last, the last drop is a crescendo. Mm. So everything's building up to that exact point where every element is in there. Yeah. Whereas with other music, like especially tech house and um, minimal house and stuff, is it, it, it drops and it's just about the kick and the bass line and the groove and the rhythm and the drums and stuff. And, you know. I know this is getting a bit fucking thinking geeky in that, but like I love the psychology of a tune, me. Like breaking it down and like, like for instance, I know that this 
so I, I do play a bit of house music as well. I was playing some house music in, in, in town, or Whitehaven, where I'm from. And, like, you know for a fact this is going to work at this point because uh, <coughs> of the energy in the track. Do you know what I mean? As you say, when it kicks back in and it's stripped back, this will work at this point. I love that element of it, but I feel like a lot of the time now, if you listen to a lot of um, mainstream house music, it's just, it follows this pattern of, like, Breakdown, big kick, and out. Some like some tunes now. I, I, I heard a tune on um, UK house music um, about a month ago, um, the, the uh, Spotify playlist, and it was fifty-seven seconds long. And I'm like, what the fuck? Fifty-seven seconds of a track that it was, and that was. Yeah, it's been a problem, ongoing problem for, for for quite a while now within commercial dance. Uh, yeah. Is the duration of music is because the as we said, because so, the attention span is so short. Um, people want to be able to digest these tunes within the shortest possible time and therefore promote them on I mean you only get a minute to promote a track on, on Instagram yeah. a minute to, 59 yeah. seconds worth of audio so if it's a, if your track's a minute long you've got the whole track in that fucking that's it that's it's it. supposed it's to say it's so, yeah, short exactly. it's all <coughs> and that's just, because the, the kids who listen to who listen to music on TikTok and there's millions of them by the way there or, is they, they, they want to my, my daughter was just showing me some tunes on TikTok then they di- they digest stuff and then it's gone. That's it, gone and forgotten. <coughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, but like, um, I, I was just, sorry, I was just going to point on that. Hmm. Um, I about about probably about eight or nine years ago, I, I noticed that there was um, we'd be getting so when I'd be getting sent promos, I'd get a, uh, a, a, a an extended mix and then a yeah. uh, a radio edit. It's like, stop recording. No, no, I understand. <laughs> yeah, a radio edit and an a, a extended mix. And the radio edit would be um, would be two minutes long. Uh, and, and, and then the extended mix would be like two minutes 50. And you'd be like, yeah. how is that an extended mix? They've just put like you, an eight-bar loop. You've got 30 something. seconds to mix it in and 30, 30 seconds as an outro. And then you've still got the same fucking thing in the middle. You just put it, yeah, just put just an insult and out to yeah, it. As I say, 57 seconds is fuck all. So basically, I thought I'll have a listen to it because it, it, it like seemed to come and go really quick. But obviously, they're doing it, it's, it's a thing where you'll go back and listen to it again just to make sure. And you're getting they're getting two streams. Whereas if it was a copy and paste of a breakdown, it was a two minute track, it's only one stream, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a marketing thing. But I listen back to it, and it started with like a weird bridge where you, you get it, say, in the middle of a say a trance track, it was like it was just random, and then it broke down. The quickest breakdown you've ever heard kicks back in, and then if that's it, just out. That's the end of the tune. That's literally what the tune was, and it was, it was getting like mad. So I, I looked it up on that, and like the extended mix was only about two minutes, somewhat long. So there was like loads like tribally drums on the extended mix at the beginning, loads at the end. That was it, and I was just like, this is this is phenomenal. They're getting away with it. It was. I'll get it up at the end of the of the podcast, and I'll put the name in the comments as well on the thing, just so you know what I'm talking about. But it was. Um, it's a popular tune because it, I mean it's not like mainstream popular, but it, it was in the top like one hundred on Beatport House, so it was a, a popular tune. Um, but I was just like, this is this is incredible that they're getting away with this. Do you know what I mean? So talking about tunes coming out, house music and that, you've started the label. I have, yeah, Mama's Milk. It's called. Where did that come from? <coughs> right. So, there <laughs> <laughs> um, we go. <laughs> I, I, a few years ago, me and my wife were talking about setting up a brand because um, we were we were kind of interested by what David Getter had been doing with his ex-wife the other day, and I called "Fuck Me, I'm Famous," yeah, uh, which ended up being massively global. And obviously, when 
um, David Guetta separated from his wife she took him the cleaners and she took the brand with him and then since then it's been absolutely defunct and useless but, yeah. um, so we were quite interested in that branding um, and the idea was we were going to set up a night um, called Mama's Milk and it was going to be kind of seedy but like over the top seedy like so it's almost big, elegant massive <laughs> massive breasted women as hostess, hostesses and uh, a little bit the music a little bit more quirky and darker and um, yeah and that was just that was the, that was the concept for it we talked mm. about it a little bit we said yeah we'll, we'll have a look into doing it and we, we had a couple of venues in mind in, in Liverpool and it just I, it just never materialised as a lot yeah. of these things do when, when they're pipe dreams <clears throat> and then um, about about eight weeks ago I was I, 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 I was very conscious that I'd have I had lots and lots and lots of unreleased projects on my computer which I'd done over lockdown and then recently and stuff mm. and some of them had legs and I was like it was just one particular track I was playing mm. uh, called Hands and it's like it's first release on the label and uh, I thought this could do really well in the hands of Fisher or Shermanology or, or uh, you know if, if someone got hold of it Radio 1 it'd probably do alright it'd probably mm. do quite good it's the type of thing that Clooney and all them type of people would play and um, so I was like right I'm just going to send it out to some labels send it out to some DJs and uh, and hopefully we get some kind of results off it because I'd been playing it myself and it was working and going off and mm. it was people in my regular places where I play were, were reacting to it the next time they heard it and the next time they, they react more and it was getting that traction that a, a big tune gets and I was thinking let's do it so I started sending out to some record labels I cherry picked a load of ones that I thought were the best and mm -hmm. then cherry picked a load of other ones that I thought it would be suitable for and then I cherry picked a load of ones which I knew would be run by DJs who get it to the right people's hands so I sent out about 100 emails um, with different uh, different um, avenues on them uh, so and I got like 10 responses and all of them were no's and the rest of the people didn't even open the link and didn't or didn't or just didn't respond and i was thinking to myself this is a fucking pain this is this is a pain in the ass and i, I knew this was the way the industry was mm. um anyway uh and i just thought well what's the other alternative to doing it this way because uh I, you know, I've, I, in the past i'd always been because i've been the king of bounce if i made a bounce tune and i sent it to someone there's a pretty bloody good chance that they're going to go we'll take that yeah. or we'll play that and that, that was it you know it was because I'd, I'd, I'd written off my name but in this industry in the scene I haven't got that same pull yeah. so I thought well what can I do so Mama's Milk Records was born about mm -hmm. eight weeks ago and I've been setting up the uh, the socials for it and setting up the record label stuff. The the, the label page is now set up on Beatport. Yeah. Um, the distribution company is still. I'm still waiting for them to actually release it to to Spotify and stuff. It's, it's, yeah, the first one's out due out on the 16th. Yeah. With remixes from our mate MZ Mike Chatterton and uh, a band, local Liverpool band called Either Or. Yeah. So that 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 launches on the 16th of December. Um, and I just I, because I've not been working for mode training uh, recently um, because of a long-winded uh, finance and thing to do with the Liverpool City Council which is irrelevant kind mm -hmm. of but um, I've not been working I've got extra time so yeah. I thought I've got the time to dedicate making this work yeah. and launch it and see what happens and I've signed a few local artists because my premise was 
it's an avenue for me to put out my music and it's also an avenue for my mates to go to me Rob I made this tune do you like it and I'll go yeah let's just release it yeah. just getting people's music out there will it make a load of money who fucking knows but <laughs> you know in this industry you can never you never know without without trying, without something trying yeah, exactly. so that was me that was me thought process I'm just going to do this and then who knows might set up a couple of shoots maybe a donk one or something I don't know <laughs> but let's, 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 just, let's just see what happens for now and that, that's, that's where I am with it I can remember we, we were talking um maybe eight weeks ago or something like that and I was saying like it's ridiculous that you haven't set up your own label with with the climate of today well, you know what I think that was probably a conversation that made me go I'm going to just set up another label it possibly, no. very possibly was Brad but we were talking I'm just like people like Alan will back me up as well and say like you've got a you know, like you said about this new, this new tune you were talking about, and you were like, it works on dance floor, and you know it's going to get like you know a good tune when you hear it. So it just it seems ridiculous that you haven't done this fucking five ten years ago because you should have done it. Yeah, yeah, you should have done it a few years ago because like you've got a following as well that will back you on every release you put out, like because they like what you you do. Do you know what I mean? Like you you've got um. Uh, what's, what's a niche, what's like? Yeah, you've got your niche, but I like, think you've got a lot of people are buying just because it's Rob's, hmm. regardless like, of what it is. Even if you really don't like maybe that particular style of track, no. I think they just buy it anyway. For example, me, mm. I'm not a big fan of Rob's, so I can't buy it anyway. just <laughs> oh, because no, it's one like, of the lads. And you, you you've got a very way, don't you? what's the word? I, I can't think of what the word is, but you've got like a. You, the know it's been filtered if it's come through you, so you're not going to put shit out on there. And so quality gonna, control, yeah, really. your your quality control of what you find a good tune. You tend to find that ninety percent of the people will like it as well. Like when you put a mix out, like um, your, your tune selections always spot on. Well, I think it is anyways. Like, like I've I've said off on various podcasts, you're my favorite DJ. And between you and John Guest, I've always said the two favorite DJs. And it's always because of your tunes slightly uh, yeah, different. V- very very. Different. Very strong, uh, like selectors. Yeah, yeah. John, 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 John G is a is an amazing selector. Yeah, absolutely amazing selector. And I tell you what, if if John plays you a tune, you know it's a good tune. Yep, absolutely, mate. And that's the thing. It's just ridiculous that you <clears throat> if you've picked a tune out and you think I can sell this, it must be good. So I'm gonna every release that comes out, I'm gonna be like. I'm at least going to listen to it because yeah. there's a lot of stuff you'll see on labels nowadays. It's like oh, this new tune's out, and nine times out of ten. If it if it's not something that you've heard already, you're like, oh, I'll listen to it when I get a chance. You're not you're not immediately listen to it. Whereas if 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 I get a notification on Beatport saying that oh, Mama's Milk's just fucking <coughs> done it, I'm like, well, I'll, I'll listen to that because I know it's going to be at least a fucking eight out of ten. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See, I I, I mean, <clears throat> music is always going to be subjective as well, isn't it? So obviously, what what mm. I think's great, other people will go. That's fucking shite. I mean, mm. I like for, for instance, Defected as a record label, mm. biggest house music record label in the world, um, without a shadow of a doubt. And I reckon fifty percent of the releases, I go, who the fuck is going to play this? Yeah, who's going to play this? Because I'm not going to play this. I don't like it at all. But then some of my peers will be like, this is fucking the best tune ever, and I'm like, really? Uh, get it? Don't yeah, get it. there's a lot. A lot. I can I can relate to that. It's like I'm on the way down today, I had a. Uh, the latest defected radio on is it uh, monkey done it uh, the, the yeah 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 thing. And I, I had it on the way down and I was just thinking to myself like I wouldn't play this tune or, and next tune came oh this is alright but like yeah everyone's got the taste in what they like but as I say some people have got a majority taste where they're like the majority will like this and as I say there's, cer- there's certain faces I've always said as well I think um, Dave Gray who runs Cheeky I think he's got a really good taste in music like what I don't like everything that comes out, 
personally. On cheeky tracks. Yeah, on cheeky tracks. But uh, we've got something up next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, but we spoke about that before. Yeah. It's one of his yeah. favourite tracks of the year. Uh, it's fucking bad. Yeah. No, you should though. <laughs> that's Robbie that's, that's, that's the that's the thing though. Like like people like Dave, people like yourself, people like John, like. First and foremost, a good DJ before you've you've signed any records or produced any records. Like you've got a good ear for what a tune is, and that's that's the point that I'm I'm sort of making it. I'd say I just think it, when I was talking to you, and I was thinking why you didn't do because you get all your the royalties from it. It's not split between a label, and you know yourself that people are going to go. I've bought tunes of yours off other labels and you've got, you haven't got the whole the whole chibang. And nowadays... <laughs> probably haven't got anything. I'm so laxagate days mm. about that mm. type of thing. I've, I've, I've st- I'm still out a load of money from all around the world mm. um, from years ago. I, I just... Yeah, I, I, from, for me, once I release a tune, I just go... Do you not find, all right, between all, all, all three of us, though, like, as, a, as creatives, do you not find that, like... You do a tune, and once it's finished, you just disregard it, and you disregard it onto the next thing. See, for me, it's I, I make something with the aim to play it, not mm. to make money from it. Yeah. Um. Although I do like to, I got I got obsessed with checking my Discogs page and updating Discogs page, so I like to I like all my releases to be on it now. So I like <laughs> to get released. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I I just I don't I don't currently passing that on to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't make it. I don't make. I don't make a tune and go. Yeah, this is gonna make me. I'm gonna be able to buy a speedboat off this. This is a fucking rammer. Oh I yeah. Play it, I buy. It, I make it and I go. I'll see if this works tonight and work. Yeah. I play it and I go. Yeah, that's got legs. I'll play that. I'll play that. I'll play. It. And so I'm fucking bored shitless of it, and then I'll let you know, reset and then. I'm, as, as far as I'm concerned, most of the time, I'm done with it. Then, if it yeah. makes me fifty quid, fucking so be it. If it makes me a thousand, sound. Yeah. If it makes me not, and I never get paid off the record label, which some I've done, by the way, and I'm on to you. So I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm not gonna say you. There's a couple. There's I'll a couple, fucking. I'll tag you, isn't he? There's a couple of record labels I've sent you yeah. to, and I've been asking them for statements for the past yeah. two years, and they haven't. It's given ridiculous, them. isn't it? Just whispered it down, Albert. No, I I agree with that. Though I'm I'm making stuff knowing that I've got gigs coming up. And yeah. I've got oh, a chance to go and play it out and actually check my own my own productions when they're out this, loud as well. So I've got that aim of one thing I distilled into Al when he was when he started at Road Training was don't be making these tunes thinking you're going to be a millionaire off them. Make the tunes for the gigs because you're, you're more likely to become a millionaire yep. off doing DJing than you are off being exactly. a producer. Yeah. I'm skinned doing both. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's got a day job. <laughs> <laughs> I just to get a day job. Sorry, Al. Like me day job. Me day job fucking pays all my bills and I get to help. If you look at if you look at what's happening in current music as well, so all these bands like Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones and all these other people, they've had to start going back on the road touring and doing these massive concerts yep. again because that's where the money is. They can no really they, streams, they can they? make a, they can make an album get a billion streams, but. It, it equates to what? What does it equate to? Thirty grand or something stupid? It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's fucking not worth it. It's pointless. So they've got they make the new music and then they go on tour and the tours sell out and that's where yeah. they get all the second revenue from and that's how that's how they they stay afloat. So it's the same with DJ. You make a track, it's big or it's not big or whatever. If it's big, then you go out and tour and you make you make your money that way. Right. Well, uh, that's the, I could. It's everyone. It's like Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris can bring out a tune now, and you know for a fact it's gonna go. It's gonna go top ten, isn't it? The, the, the Calvin Harris, Joel Corey, people like that are the exceptions. David Guetta, exception yeah. to the rule. If they make a tune, you can guarantee there's gonna be some money in it because yeah. it's gonna be sponsorship deals. Oh yeah. I, 
they'll like, they'll be next thing you know their their tracks the theme music to the the Formula One or the mm. or the World Cup or whatever like that. They're the exception to the rule. They will make money off. They've off got music. the ultimate machine behind um, them, haven't they? Yeah, I, I, but, but the real doors in the gigs though. What they're charging per oh, gig yeah, now? Oh like, yeah, I mean, Calvin Harris was was playing. Was he playing Hakkasan for a million quid a set or something? Well, there you go. <laughs> a, million, a million quid a set in a, in a in a nightclub that there's no way turns over that much money a night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just metal. It's just uh, a yeah, cock uh, cock fucking thing, isn't it? Cockwaggling contest. Yeah. Anyone watching our discount that I'm only fifty quid. <laughs> <laughs> Book him now. Before we move on to like the quiz and that as well, I just want to I just want to ask you, the minute because obviously we talked touched on bounce, touched on house music and stuff. I know that you're a fan, or like you've in the past you've liked your your um, hard style and uh, yeah, I was actually one of the first people to start playing that hard mm. style stuff in the bounce sets, mm. and I know that it's like it started. Uh, uh, if you look at like what like people like Ben Nicky and all that type of stuff, they're all doing it. Yeah. Like, when I, I went to Poland and I was uh, when, when I was playing for the the club bass lads, I started playing a lot of hard, like reverse bass stuff. Yeah. But we like the, the raw style stuff. The, the, the hard it's a bit harsh, isn't it? The, the reverse bass stuff, like. Um, Proppy and heady B sides mm. and stuff like that. Uh, some of the hard style, all that type of stuff, mm. with that bouncy like reverse bassy. Plus playing it and, and club bass lads come over to me. And went, you've really opened our eyes. I <laughs> didn't realise that you, we could actually get away with this type of music in, in this set because they were just playing uh, like like Russian donkey yeah. and shit like that. And I just caught, fucking slammed the ass out of it. And they went, yeah, they, 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 and like then they started playing a few hard style bits and that, and then I've noticed it started creeping in now. Yeah. And like people like Ben Nicky are obviously getting booked for bounce gig, gigs and stuff, and then playing the reverse bass and uh, a few other DJs as well. Andy Whippy as well. Mm. And I think Andy Andy was started playing bits of hard style at the same time I was as well. To be fair, the yeah. thing is, what do you think of the state of it at the minute? Like hard hard house and hard style. Like obviously. W- I'm really into the new tidy stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh god, the untidy stuff, yeah, is fucking amazing, and it's slow enough for me to play later on in me in me sets in, me, in the after hours. Um, obviously, they've always had great quality control tidy tracks, Ammo yeah. and, uh, and Andy and Sam Townend is 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 the vein are so they've they've got a great ear for music, so the the, the quality is always fucking amazing. Mm. Um, I wish they'd accept some of my demos, like, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I I actually like the quality of it. The same hard style, hard style's always been really well made. Would I yeah. listen to it now? Not a fucking chance in hell. It's mm. just too hard for me. But uh, the quality of it's all great. I was listening to uh, well, I was listening. I was playing out some of the untidy stuff at the house gig. I was playing a few weeks back. Uh, that Sam Divine remix are looking good. Have you heard that? Yes. Uh, it's fucking yeah. oh, it's amazing. Like, yeah, it's great. So good. There's but, a there's a there's a um, oh, there's a remix of um, Hyperlogic Only You as well by I think it's Piero Perupe. Mm. Or someone that they released that's that's phenomenal as well. Josh be... Butler did one as well, didn't he? Did yeah, it? There's, yeah. A, there's a few, there's a few like the great but... house artists they've had on their uh, on the label. I think they're 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 pushing their market in that in the right direction and that because I think they're on the cusp of the mainstream, like getting say well, sound divides and stuff like that. Isn't yeah, it? well, it's, it's, I think the the mainstream's actually changed now. So if yeah. you look at what is actually popular. Uh, mainstream wise it's what Patrick Toppin's doing yeah. and it, it does pay me to say it because most of it is shite <laughs> uh, that shack is it sh- schmack jumping and pumping uh, yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah. dreadful 
absolutely dreadful. But it's doing if you it think though. it's a good tune, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, it's out of key. Oh, I like didn't. It. <laughs> fucking out. It's out of key. It's a fucking. You've donked up. You've donked up an out of key tune, then, because it's shite. It's out of key. You could have just. You could have just. You bet. Would have been, been best off stripping the vocal out. Not uh, works though. And redoing it yourself. Mm. It's plop, um, but it yeah. Is, but it works. If you look at look at look what the, the mainstream is now, it's that. Mm-hmm. Um, BLK Enter the Dragon. Yeah, uh, they've just put a vo- put a vocal over it and re-released it. I've got sent the promo this week. I was like, that's a ridiculous tune, by the way. I'm just putting it. Out. Uh, I think it's... And then there's that star something or other as well. What's that? There's, there's another one from a guy from Germany who's released yeah. one. Same type of BPM, fast. Yeah. Patrick Toppin's playing it, uh, and, and like that's just that's where it is. So it's actually creeping towards. The tidy sound, anyway, yeah. uh, and like the bouncy house thing is like, I mean, if these, if the, if everyone's got together and went, yeah, let's just slow this down another five ten BPM, it would be commercialized, and the, the DJs who are in the bouncy house scene would probably be getting booked alongside people like Patrick Topper and that. But yeah. I, I said this, I said this ten years ago, yeah. and people were like, we've all had the conversation. It's so sounds so stale. You're playing this slow, blah blah yeah. blah, and I'm like. Fuck you, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I finished a tune the other day. It was just a bootleg of um, Fat Bass by Rap Brothers. And I was just like, I liked it. I, I did it at 145. And I, the, the, I sent it out to a couple of people saying, if you play this in this, in this uh, it's a bit slow. Why don't you just whack it up to 150, mate? I'm just like, because it's fucking it's got a good groove to it. It's funky. Just and fucking pitch it up, you lazy cunt. <laughs> no, but like, oh, it sounds better at 150. Put the pitch on fucking plus 16 and just spin it up. <laughs> You don't even need plus 16 at 145. 145 is yeah. still plus 6, isn't it? Still uh, getting it. It's yeah. fucking honestly, but it's just ridiculous that, like, oh, if you want this to work, mate. Like, I literally got one message was, ah, if you want this to work and you want, like, people backing you with you, I'd knock it to 150. And I'm like, well, I like it at 145, so I'll just leave it there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot of bounce stuff gets made at 150. I don't play it that sweet. I still play everything. I'm still. It's on. If four, I have my own way, I'm like Paul, who's you know, I'm one yeah. four eight. Matt, I won't go to. He's just master tempo. Master tempo. Every press the master tempo button and just fucking slow it down. Speed it up. Doesn't make any fucking difference. Yeah. It's the same. I, but, but I like to have a bit of a groove. Like yeah, to, I do. And the drums breathe better when they when they mm. when the slower it is. You can hear the elements in between each kick and bass. Yeah. And that's what gives that swing and bounce. Uh, right. So bounce music has, has has always been. Kick, bass, kick, bass, kick, bass, and everything else in between is just fucking it's filler. It's fucking pointless. Yeah, yeah. So when you slow that down, people can dance to it. They don't just bounce up and down the spot <laughs> like a knobhead. They can actually groove to stuff when there's when there's rhythm in the, yeah. in the drums and rhythm in the um, in, in the in the track itself. So yeah, a slower better for me, and it always has been. And yeah. I just, I mean, if you think about what what, it, what the speed it was when it, we started playing it, when I first started playing bouncy house stuff before it was even a, a genre. Mm. Um, club head stuff in like 97, 98 it was 132 BPM yeah DJ Disco Stamp Your Feet is 132 BPM club head's re- remix of Salt and Pepper Push It is 132 BPM is it? I thought it was slightly higher 134 maybe might be 134 I know it's slower than 140 anyway because yeah, yeah. it was always a fucker to mix into stuff because it was slow. You'd have to mix it coming out of your funky house warm Everyone's got like their their sort of um, speed that they like. For me, 140 is perfect for, for everything. And I'm talking, see your house, I find if you've got a, a good bit of swing to your drums and stuff like that, it, 140 is just, just right for me. If I listen to trance music, 130 to 140, perfect listen to bounce i think bounce at one 140 is amazing but i just can't you can't get away with plenty and then you play it you, you, you produce a tune at 140 I, I've put out two tunes at 140 over the last few months 
and it's got zero traction because people are like, oh, it's going to sound shit when I pitch it up to 150. It's like, oh my God. Steve Willow's just done one now, Annie, at 140, and it's, I, I, I like it. Oh, well, it's probably... Big shout to Steve Willow for a second, one sec. Um, we had a debate the other day about which better club heads or <laughs> Alex, Alex K. K. And Steve was adamant that Alex K is better than club heads, and he's obviously very wrong because I'm right. <laughs> 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 nobody saw I like about. them both, so I'm not going to pick one because <laughs> no, I like I, them I, both. I, I, yeah. I, I think club heads, um, yeah, I like them both. The the difference. Um, they're very different. I think it depends yeah, how old you are, which one you're going to pick out of them as well. Mm-hmm. It's an age thing. I'll tell you what happened with the, the thing with bounce music is what what's happened is the British, uh, sorry English, uh, and uh, especially the Northwest, Wigan, Blackburn uh, are are an absolute nightmare for bastardising stuff with speed. So. I, we've got took something that was raw, bouncy, energetic, but slower and still appeased to the masses. And then they just got faster and faster and faster and faster. And mm. now you're in that 150 BPM bracket, which doesn't fit anywhere. Like, what's popular in, in, in modern house music is, obviously it's got a little bit faster now, so, but like 130 BPM is like that, that cut-off point. And then you've got this this section in between which doesn't appease to any particular demographic and then you've got drum and bass the other end of the yeah. spectrum 180 bpm that 150 bpm mark is right slap bang in the middle of of, of what's of what's popular yeah so it made sense to me to slow it down so you're getting you're touching that 130 bpm Thing and uh, but yeah, it, it's always been the case. We I, I remember hearing all like the wig and dog stuff years ago. And I was thinking, this is just fucking dreadful. How mm-hmm. would you even? It, it was you took a track that was one hundred and thirty-eight BPM. You sped it up to one hundred and fifty. It's not even that much fucking difference. You just put a fucking whopping donk over it. People think it's amazing. It, I just rather play the original. Yeah. So that, I'm actually a fan of Alex K. I actually like. No, but I think. And he was also part of the downfall of it because everything he'd done well, was a fucking pop song with a donk on. Well, no, I think I, I, it's, horses for horses it wasn't it at the time. I think it, we at were the time all, it was we were all. Every, but then every. No, but once you heard some of everyone else done it, and I think that was where. Because it took a fucking. I know, I know you swear, but you're obviously part of that as well, but it took the fucking massive dip, didn't it, when that happened? Yeah, well, Tell me I'm wrong there. No, but. I think it was when it was it was different when it was see, it was all around the world Alex, as well with all the club landy styles the first, big fucking poppy first vocals. time I heard Alex do something like that he donked take me away and <laughs> Ian Redman had been sent a copy of it from Alex because he was talking to Alex this before mm. Alex even moved to the UK to mm. play pleasure rooms mm. and Ian was going to release it on vinyl for him uh, and that was the first time I did donk up so I was like fucking hell this is great it's just a, it's, it's yeah. a donk on it sounds heavy it sounds better but then it gets oversaturated and, 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 and it was four strings to take me away which is a cool tune mm. um, not really energetic but just a good quality trans track and we like the, 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 the type of donk ups we were like I was all day for like mm. uh, Chris Clark obviously done the good life uh, new power generation thing and mm. All them type They're of not things. Pop vocals, though, are they? It's when see, you're getting Rihanna, don't stop the music. That and you're was, like, see, this that's was, where it goes. This is where it was going. So, like, so I take, like fading like a flower, but it's still in that category. Yeah. Well, of so, this is what we're getting to. So, it was, it was uh, all, all these like regeneration of old school tracks or trans tracks that you couldn't play in your modern bouncy sets. Now, making them accessible to, to, to bounce was, was, was kind of a good thing and refreshing. But then it just when it started stepping into, you know, fucking people donking over Mambo number five or, mm. um, or, or 
or as you said, Rihanna, please don't stop the musical. They just like taking a pop tune. Justin, I had a Justin Bieber one. I was like, what the? I'd be guilty of the doing my mom number five because I'll fucking have a go at anything. <laughs> so I'd be guilty of that. But, yeah. but is it, no it going to be a tonk over though? Or is it just going to be a remix? You know. We live in a world where the it, it's. <laughs> To be to have a big yeah, tune in bounce nowadays, you need to have, have you a seen pop tune. Have you seen the uh, the kids? But is it bounce projects? Yeah, have you seen it. Is it done. Hazel Eyes? Yeah. Hazel Eyes. Have you Kelly seen Clark, the traction yeah. that? Well, Anton Powers messaged me. the same kid who's just been signed to Sony. Is that yeah, that's him. So Anton Powers messaged me the other week, and he went, um, "Do you know this lad?" I was like, "Nah." And then I said to him, "Oh yeah, he's on my Facebook." He went, "So Ministry of Sound asking me if I know about him because he's." got some track that he wants so I was like what's the track I listened to it and I thought I mean I don't want to discredit him because it's obviously massive uh, I was thinking to myself oh, well, well, is is this hmm. is it um, no obviously no disrespect whatsoever it's obviously massive and he's doing well and I made up for him all that but I was thinking this is what the type of stuff that we were putting out 15 years ago yeah um, uh, and but, but because of the uh, the plays on SoundCloud. I think he's. I think he's over over two million plays on SoundCloud now, uh, and I'm not sure what his Spotify plays are, but I'm guessing it's going to be close. Marketing as well. Marketing's key. Massive, yeah. And he's done. He's done great. I'm, I'm made up for him. Uh, yeah. Wish him all the, all the luck in the world. But I, I just I didn't see any progression there. I was like, when Anton messaged me, I was like, is he talking about the same tune? Because obviously <laughs> Anton's been an A and R for three beats, and he's yeah. now with Warner. Uh, and uh, I was like. What's this? What's it about? Anyway, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it has actually come full circle. Because yeah. that's the type of thing that we were making and then sending to Ministry of Sound in 2006 and they were knocking yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. It's like mad. And now they want it. <laughs> it's crazy, it's isn't mad. it? It's mad. Right, we'll move on to part two, if that's all right. What you've all came for, the quiz. <laughs> um, this is so the winner. Can we have a winner or is it just... No, so so basically you can play along at home if you want to. You can play along if you want to, but you, between you, it's it's fast, fast just, uh, faster Santa first. It's fair. So it's the only way I can do it. Or you could, I can, you can install a buzzer on your phone. And bro, if you I can't don't let me win, that. you're not getting a lift on. <laughs> <laughs> so basically I've done five rounds of five questions. Uh, first one's general knowledge. Um, second one is guess the lyrics so name the song like if I read the lyrics yeah, out here second one is record labels and year of release I'm out and then um, num- uh, it's very geared one. towards Rob this isn't it no <laughs> name the original so it's, it's very much geared towards Rob this well done lad you've won oh, no, you're a fucking DJ mate you can do this <laughs> right um, so so if you're happy to start you, you if you want to play along at home you can get a pen and paper and I'll do you as lots of Afterwards, um, get the music library. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't help it, can I? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, question go. one is the now legendary peer on the peer event is part of the annual rave calendar for bounce heads. But what was the first year it was peer on the peer? I don't fucking know that. 2010. No, it's not too that. Definitely not too that. Stop it, lad! You've had your answer. No, 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 it's definitely not. Fire earlier or later. What are you thinking? You give me your answer, and then I'll tell you. Twenty twelve. Yeah, he's point point to Alan. So you won it up, so you're not that bad, are you? Guess that though. I had to go first. I don't know. That's a random question. In two thousand, the record with the sample. Here's some. There's some disco fans in here tonight. Was released. 
The artist and title of said track. Dirt Devils, uh, disco fans, uh, Italian job. That's remix. a mix, yeah. But the ori- yeah, the original was uh, Dirt Devils, disco fans. Yeah. So one more, we'll take that. Um, so I, sorry for did, my did pronunciation. Did you need the record label as well? <laughs> no, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's because I can't remember. <laughs> uh, question three. Uh, Barthez did the famous anthem on the move, but only did one follow-up single for to this. What Infected. was the title? There you go. Two, one. <laughs> See, you're not like as bad as you thought. DJ Jean Mix was a good one, wasn't it? It was on positive with that as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Um, Jam do one of them as well on the other side. Yeah, Demond, yeah. 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 Oh, no, is it Jam X? Jam X and Demond, yeah. yeah. Uh, question four. According to Juno Download, so this is just a shot in the dark for you here. According to Juno Download, what is the best selling Hard House and Scouse House record on their site of all time? If you had to just throw something in the dark. Mm. I was shocked at this, by the way, so. Uh, oh, so it's not going to be pretty good, I don't think it is. It's, it's going to be too it, early for that. Is it KB you know. Project Remix of See the Light? No, I don't even know that, if that's on there, to be honest with you. See, Juno's a bit later than that, isn't it? Because it's. That's so why I was let's, surprised. Let's, There's a clue. That's uh, you know what it's going to so be? Let's think, wait, no, it's it's going to be something that isn't... You wouldn't... You're it, not going to think it's, of, it's so... Bounce. It's going to be something weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be like... Uh, Give us a clue. Because I'm lost. Um, Is it going to be like DJ Sammy fucking something like or something like that? No. Uh, I don't think he's going to get it, so I'll tell give you the answer. Give us a clue then, go on. Just give us a clue. Um, like... It was, I believe, a Dutch producer, I believe... I, I could be wrong. See, I, I, I can't give you a clue because I, I don't want to give yeah, it away. Yeah, you're just giving the answer away. Yeah. Um, possibly Dutch, I think. Why is that by reading the name? Um, <laughs> no, no. So, I'll tell you what it was. So, this this, this quiz is going up well, isn't it? It was um, the Hurl meter at the Love Parade. He's, he's the, German, the German, Hurl. German, Yeah, sorry. he's German, yeah. I was close. I was only about a couple hundred miles away. He's at the Love Parade, he's on a bounce shoe. According to, I'm just saying, according that to... That's what they class it as, It's down, it's is down it, as a... Scouse Hard House. Yeah. Hard House, but it's also released in the Scouse House section, which I was a bit... That's See, that's older than what I thought it was going to be. Is that exactly, it was gonna be I thought that was well. right. It's 97, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be newer. Uh, I'm a, thinking newer than the that. The original one's not even anywhere near that, though. It would have been the Nalin and Kane remix as well, which was... Which I would probably bracket as trance more. It's than... fucking, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, but. It was like, there was weird transitional periods around yeah. that era where. Yeah, stuff like that. And like, uh, what, what I mean, would cl- maybe classed as trance or hard. I was like, um, beach ball and, and mm, that. Yeah. Like, what are they? What is it? Yeah, what is it? Um, that's why I did Scouse House and it goes in the Scouse mm. House yeah, section doesn't it yeah. see I bracket as trance but, mm. but it was mm. big in Scouse House clubs wasn't it so who was the headline DJ for the first Reminisce Festival in 2014 uh, uh, oh, what's your arena bounce arena sorry. Uh, DJ Sailor correct you fucking booked him did you was it you who booked him yeah it was me I didn't know you booked him uh, yeah, booked you know him. what I, I think we still owe him money for the taxi back to the train station, you know. Oh, for God. <laughs> you, you know, what's so much. Oh, no, I don't want to say, I don't want to ruin his career. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you off camera. Okay, right. <laughs> I'll remember. But um, I, I apologise, Alice. I didn't right. realise it was I would have got that actually because yeah. I do know, but he's, he's, yeah. he was always going to beat me to that. So that's the end of round one. It's a bit of a shit round, but 
So what did we do? Uh, what so each? What? So each? I can't even remember. But I can't it up at the end. And I'm in. So if you're playing along, count up your scores as well. Put in the comments what you get. You've ruined so. my Christmas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Round two is the odd alias. So I'm going to tell you the the the, uh, pro the person, the producer. Yeah. I'm going to read you four aliases of theirs. Yeah. And you've got to tell me which one is the odd one. Okay. okay. So number one is Ferry Causden. Yeah. And the aliases are Moon Man, Pulp Victim, Cheeky Boy, System F. Cheeky boy. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. So you get that for you that. You get that point. Uh, number two is Kenny Hayes. So we've got Fembot, Cronium, DJ Tampa, Movement One. It's Movement Fuck. One, isn't it? No, no DJ not. Fembot? Nope. No. It's Cronium. No. I, don't know, it's it's I would never have got that ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Uh, next one. Kenny Hayes? Yeah. Uh, well, I've been through Kenny Hayes' like discogs recently, and I don't remember seeing any of them. Well, look on look on his discogs; it's on there. I had to confirm everything that was on there first. But yeah, he's, he he must have added it recently because he's added it to Kenny ha Kenny Hayes' rarities. There was what he had a boss alias called Smoking, oh, Smoking something. I can't remember. It was, it was Smoking Billy Tesco. <laughs> That's a class. Smoking Billy Tesco. Class. <laughs> um. Next one is Norman Cook. So we've got Fatboy Slim, Charlie Staines, Too Cool, or Urban All Stars. Uh, Charlie Staines. Urban All Stars one. Nope. Uh, it was Too Cool. Um, and th surprisingly, there are actually some big tunes. That Charlie Staines one, is, I, I listened back to it and I was like, oh my god, I didn't know that that was him. But yeah. Um, we've lost track of all these, bro. I'm going to count it up afterwards and I'll put a little scoreboard on the thing as well. <laughs> Um, next one is Mike Descala, so he might do a bit better on this one. Um, Men from Mars, Reflux, Camel Fat, or Shake and Jack? Uh, Reflux. Reflux is the correct answer. Um, I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, I'm just going to apologise in advance, but it's Cooing from the from the Clubheads. Cooing Cronenveld. Cronenveld. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Clubheads, Mr. Kinky, Queer, or the Club Camels? Club Camels. Would you have said that, yeah? Yeah. yeah and that's the end of that round. So <laughs> we're flying through these. <laughs> um, next one is guess the lyrics. So I'm going to read. The, I'm going to read the lyrics too. Yeah. Oh no, you've got to sing them. No, monotone voice, or you'll get it straight away, won't you? Obviously. If I start singing it, you're going to go all after that. Come on, Brad. So <laughs> this one is. I guess I'm telling you what you already know. You lift my spirits high wherever you go. So say that again. I guess I'm telling you what you already know. You lift my spirits high wherever you go. Is uh, my mind's gone blank. Um, I, I think he's he's not. He's both. Of a I do. Of I know. It. I just can't think of who it is. Um, Should we do a little countdown? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was Lisa that. Abbott. Blow me away. Yeah. Fuck it. I've never played the tune, so I would never have got it. This next one is. Is it? You should fucking know then, shouldn't you, Sad Act? Yeah, No more pain, no more sorrow for you. I am the one that could never be. I am the one. Uh, is the name of the track in that part you just said? No. Okay, no, I don't know. Nah, I'm out with that one. I'm not sure why I wrote this one down. It's uh, Paul Elstack, Rainbows in the Sky. Oh, my fucking remix then! 
Oh, let's see. Oh, God. Uh, you can tell that I just play, I, I make stuff and don't listen to it. <laughs> it's because I read it with such a monotone voice. It's hard to, like, decipher de- de- yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what a tune, by the way. That was right. produced by Club Edslap. Yeah, uh, that's how I got into that one. I was looking through earlier. Yeah, uh, Addy, Addy and Coon, yeah, made that one. Um, and uh, absolutely I- destroyed by me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we've got the rights to that ministry of Sardar, we've got the rights to it, you know. It's hard to tell them to come and fucking fight. Walk around the street, shout on the door. No, back, we want to say the right to send them to it. Yeah, yeah. Send, send them back, they're looking for Dunk. Send them in. should send them in. Next one is I'm here to tell you, baby, I'm here to rock your world. Rings a bell in my head. This, but is, I five, can't. this is five minutes of the worst podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I just come up with this creative idea. It's got to shooting yourself to us not being able to answer the question. I don't know. I'm no good at these lyrics things. Um, Madison Avenue. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, baby. I'm here to rock your world. Which Madison Avenue tune? Um, don't call, don't me, call baby. me baby. Yeah. Oh, you know what you say then out of context it's, <laughs> it's it's the out of context part that's difficult yeah you just so. taken a section from the middle of a, a verse yeah. <laughs> you know, I know, but it's, it's if you said you and me we had an opportunity I would have gone yes I'd Madison have, Avenue that's too that. easy then yeah, but, no, but this, this is fucking mental Brad <laughs> <laughs> um, what about oh, this one then brilliant you never touched the sky, you never been this high. High oh, by high go go. That was nice easy one, wasn't it? But then it's too easy then, you're just blast, blasting them out. Well that's yeah. <laughs> give well, us a chance. Well, look okay. <laughs> <laughs> With low self esteem regarding myself, so I kept that hidden within my shell. God, it sounds like sort of some emo will cut themselves to <laughs> <laughs> No idea. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you've really. Did that kid in my make that? Lad? It sounds like something he'd make, doesn't it, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fucking weird. Made in music. With low self esteem regarding myself, so I kept that hidden within my shell. Oh, hold on a sec. Uh... Ah, now you've given your answer now, lad. Just accept it. That's not how I'm done with that. That was Jesse, look at me now. You know what? That was, that's that's pretty fucking obvious that one as well, isn't it? Yeah, I try, yeah, I try to be obvious with that. Uh, so that's the end of that round. Thank God, fucking hell, that was a shit round. I'm doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do it again, just not with us, obviously. No, because it, it fucking that was the most time-consuming round. I think looking for li- lyrics out of songs, it wasn't too obvious. Right, this is record labels and year of release. Cool. So. I'm I'll sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll have a go. Okay. I'll just have right. to shout something. Uh, Lisa Lashes looking good. Uh, Sidey Tracks 1998. <laughs> Nine. Close, it's 1999. You can have one point for that. It's two points for everyone, obviously. Okay. Um, and it was off the Tiger Girls EP. It was the B side. Yeah. Mm. It was actually it released as two singles. I was going to tell you the colour of the fucking. There was a get I can do. Yeah. <laughs> looking good was uh, was pink. Yeah. Uh, white, white and pink isn't it yeah. I think record, yeah. um, next one is DJ Quicksilver Bellissima um, don't know the label but posit- you're 2000 posit- Positiva 1997 
Might be six, you know. Might six, be ninety ninety six, six. right? Just so you know. Think that. Somebody listening to that going off to school, so it's going to be ninety six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety six, and it was actually Underdog Records first, which was his own imprint, and it got picked up later on by Positive. Oh, are we doing this? Are we playing this? Are we right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going off when it was first. Right, released. okay. So right, I'll know that for the next <laughs> question then, won't I? Or you yeah. want me the very first release? Yeah, I've got that as well. Okay, I love that tune. It is a class tune. I would see John, Cotton, John Cotton played it at a reminisce, uh, not last year, the time before. I was absolutely blew the roof off with it. Um, I, I don't know why I associated with John Cotton. It's because he put out a, a mix online of a G Bar, uh, nineteen ninety eight, and he plays it, but he, he mixes it so obscurely in comparison to every, how everyone else mixes it. And I think that ever since I've heard that, I've always associated it with, with him. Do you know what, what, what were you mixing obscurely? Like, well. I'll send you the mix later. I, I, I listen to it quite a lot, like that that mix in particular. And when he brings it in, it's like he 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 fades different to everyone else on the, on that on that the particular mix. Yeah, slow, yeah, yeah it's fucking it's like slow. quite methodical, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, next track is uh, well, this is actually an album. This is the Prodigy, the Experience. Oh, XL Records ninety. Oh shit! It's either ninety one or ninety two. I'll go for ninety two. Just get that in there. I might get yeah, eight points. I think it. Oh, maybe it's ninety-three. Yeah, no, I'm going to go ninety-three. Right. So you get the point for the the prodigy, the experience on XL recordings. It was nineteen ninety-two. So you can have a point for that. He stole that off you there. I know he did. Yeah. <laughs> Sauce of isn't it? Uh, Club caviar, poor and love. Blue records, two thousand one. Two thousand two. It was um, Blue Records in 1999. Wow, was oh, it? Mm. Born in Love 99. Fucking hell. This one, uh, this is what gave me the idea, this last one of the of the round. Um, I've given me the idea of doing this. I was listening to an old, um, I'll give you a clue, I was listening to an old um, recording of the Tidy Boys when they used to do Galaxy FM. Yeah. And they used to, oh, this is coming out on this record label soon. So I'll give you a clue on when it was. And it's well, uh, Tuscany Move Ya. All oh, right, I know. I play this, and it was um, uh, it's Dutch House. It's by Rene and the Groove, and it's uh, oh shit! Is it dance to or, or to the beat or something? Records or something like that. Dance beat records. It's ninety eight, I think. Right. Well, you might be correct on this. But what the earliest I could find that that particular release on Discogs is was it, is 1999. I was gonna fucking guess. Um, and it was flammable. Flammable. That might be right actually. I, I might be wrong. Flammable might have been when he got the rights over here, and it's been. It's been no, released, flammable yeah. was Dutch. It yeah. might be flammable. No, it's. I'm, I'm definitely sure. I remember it. It's not flammable. I'm just sitting this clean and play the drums. <laughs> 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 I don't mind. He's just killing me. He's hunched over me. Yeah, in your move. Fucking ass, killing me. You think the size we had to have some cousin? That's a tune, that Tuscany, by the way. Yeah, I've ripped it off like. Yeah, it is a class tune. You, you did a, you did a version of it. I've done three versions of it. Yeah. So this one is uh, name the original. So if you're good with your samples and what's being sampled and stuff like that, you might you might do all right in this round. This is the last round, so keep track of your scores, everyone at home. Um, Roger Sanchez, another chance. Uh, I don't know the original, the name of the original sample. So I'll give you a point if you can name the artist of the original sample. Is it Wings? No. 
It was a uh, Toto, and it was I won't hold you back. It's just literally a one sentence out of the track that they just uh, just pulls out. It's not even from the chorus or anything. Of the original, yeah. Fucking great tune that as well. Um, Ultra beat Frankie's lead. Uh, no, and, uh, no. Sta- um, Force and Styles, Frankie's lead. Correct. Yep. Uh, Kelly Lorena, Tell It To My Heart. Uh, Taylor Dane, Tell It To My Heart. Correct. He's just quicker than me. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work this quick. <laughs> uh, Raver's Choice, Techno Wonderland. Oh, um. Oh, Look, I'm covering up so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this is just plain rude, this one, I think. When, when I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the thing after this. This is something like Raver's Nature, Techno Wonderland. And it was like, it, they basically just. They they just taken it and put a fuck and sped it up to one hundred eighty BPM, hadn't they? Vibes, yeah. Yep. Um, oh, it's it's like an Italian producer, isn't it? It's it's Zoe, like um, Zoe Technical, and honestly, I I listened back to it. And I thought, it's so rude doing that, <laughs> like literally just pitched up. Yeah, it's literally just pitched up. Yeah, as um, in Zoe and Sunshine on the the, the other one. That's Betty. No, I've just done the other Zoe's act. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it's like it's like Sunshine the Rainy Day. Yeah, same person. Yeah, same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the chords from underneath that was actually Elvis Presley kind of falling in love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the last one for today. It's my wedding tune. It's my wedding tune. Yeah, my mistress didn't even like Elvis, but I thought. But it wasn't. It wasn't the Elvis one. It was the. Do the I can't remember the person is that song there. Uniting Nations, out of touch. Out of touch, out of touch. Um, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 u
Hey, mate, you've got your good guy. Give me a book and so yeah. What a, <laughs> what a fucking DJ he is. Former by the guest way. on the on the on the. What thing. a what yeah. a good what a good guy and what a talented lad. Uh, I tell you what, he's got he play he's got a great music selection in. Really good. Right. Well, he's, I think I've, I've heard him play loads. I prefer when he plays classics. If I'm honest. When he plays the, I, the bang and stuff, and he does that mad mixing, I I, it's not for me. Say that. yeah, I, I, we I put him on in um, reminisce at an offshoot festival yeah. called Screen Fest, which we held at a at Southport Pleasure Beach. And we put mm-hmm. him on there, and I remember him playing um, Skydive Free Fall, mm. fucking. And I was like, I've not heard anyone play this in a long time. <laughs> I was, I was, I was quite, uh, I was, I was impressed, really yeah. impressed. Yeah, good guy. As I say, I had him play. Uh, I don't think we paid him for that gig either. <laughs> <laughs> the about getting doesn't pay I had him uh, play a classic set, uh, one of the one of the centuries, and I thought, oh fucking, that's good, good tune selection there. Yeah, really. You don't pay our DJs, but well, give me all your music to sign to me later. <laughs> you won't get no royalties. <laughs> Feel my pain. Fuck off, Alice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like no, to? I want to jump in. By the way, send number between one and thirty. Yeah, I'll just go for number one. Uh, number one and the winner of the USB is David McRae so if you uh, I'll give you all a message by the way to tell it's you full of one. porn that mate <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. I can't tell you what USB it is yeah it's full of Brad's dick pics my <laughs> missus checking it from different angles <laughs> look off at slide number six mate it's just his dick between a cream bun he's <laughs> got a sneak peek here <laughs> took the photo mate <laughs> I'm just sitting here with resting on top of like a set of instant noodles that haven't been cooked yet, you know what I mean? Alright, go on, last one, mate. This is for the last USB. Number 10. And that's David Palmer. David Palmer, also been a former guest on the pod. There's a USB for you, mate. Um, and that's it for my fucking stupid little sections in the podcast. So we can, we can talk a little bit longer if you like. Um, well, I've given the audio away. That was set. Chris got that. Second, was it? Chris. Yeah, Chris got the hoodie. He's hitting because he wants the fucking hoodie. Itching, reaching for the hoodie. He wants a hoodie. Have you got any spare hoodie? Do you know what he said? I haven't won that, but that's the shit. Yeah, when he said to me just then, he was like, he goes, do you want to fix this? So I get the hoodie. Fucking snide, tired lad, haven't you? You've got to make your own look, lad. Sometimes, because <laughs> didn't fucking work, did it? But yeah, uh, I won't keep this all day, mate. I'll just we'll just sell, sign off today. Um, is there anything you just want to push before you before you finish? Uh, Mama's Milk Records released six. Uh, History repeats itself. Hands is out on the sixteenth of December, which. Should be when's this when's this going out? Christmas Day, mate. So it's already so out. So it's already out. It's mm-hmm. already out. It should be number one in, in, in uh, <laughs> everything. Everywhere by then. Yeah. Uh, no, go, go, if you can uh, support the cause and obviously every little helps. And if you can go on our uh, Instagram pages as well, Mama's Milk and our YouTube pages, like subscribe because the algorithm obviously helps. Yeah. Generate sales and stuff, and it's doesn't become a business until it's making money and at the moment it's not making any money so go and help out and do that uh, yeah. in addition to that you can catch me DJing in Liverpool every weekend all the time forever 
Mm-hmm. So it's You are going to be one of them old boys, though, aren't you? That's going to be there fucking mixing them. Fucking it. already feel like me, mate. I feel old as fuck. <laughs> you go in and watch him see shit. Looks like the granddad in the corner oh, when he used to go. <laughs> fucking hell. You know that I'll, little story? So you, you, you know what, the half fella in the corner who just plays the hat in what, there? I feel fucking old now. You know? I, I, did, I think that's what. Well, we'll come in and see him and I think I don't belong here anymore. I said to you the other day when I was saying on the way over, um, I, I, we went out uh, last week and we just went to teddies and we went to uh that coyote ugly bar and honestly the only reason why i didn't come and see you at the after like when you're aura is because honestly i felt well old being out like <laughs> like i was there and it was but there was a lot of young young people what? there and i'm like yeah there's no one my age here i'm, I'm kind of feel a bit yeah i mean over that it's, I, I mean for anyone more you've got a matthew street haven't you that's yeah i mean i kind of blend it because with the scallies because i'm one of them though, but yeah. <laughs> It's uh, blends it down with his little Crosby twang trying to fit in. Yeah, I'm a posh galley. But yeah, it's it's uh, like it was noticeable, put it that way. I went out and I was just like, I was at the bar getting a drink, and everyone who was standing around the bar, I was like, fucking hell, I bet you they must think it was that old boy at the bar. Do you know, that's, that's what I felt like. That you don't look like I'm over with our mate, mate. I've had a baby face, mate. Have yeah, you got a bad beard. If you didn't have a beard, if you didn't have a beard, you'd look like a little, a little baldy bum. <laughs> I'm quite happy that's with my dad. Everyone else just said you might twist paper on you. I'm gonna walk out of there and it's it's it's, it's from kids everywhere and mm. walking up straight to streets and you just think, fucking hell. It's yeah. been my dad that you know. Thank you. All right, mate. Just because honestly, it's like. Everyone was like, oh, fuck me, I thought you were a marvel. You shave your beard off, mate, you'd have a little baby face, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it is. Bum chin, <laughs> oh, that's the only reason I've got a beard. Fucking, uh, I told the story a couple of couple of weeks ago when he got shaved off. I fucking, I got, I went round to my mum, she used to be hairdresser, she's not just a fucking random man who's just whipping the beard, like, having got the beard. She was tidying now and that off for us, and she's, uh Fucking shout out to my mum as well, by the way, because she's going for a bit What's of a hard time. What's going on, <laughs> She's having a bit of a hard time at the minute. She had um, sort of spinal surgery, so she's, she's on loads of painkillers and that part of the story. So she'd had the painkillers and she was fucking tuned to the moon, but she didn't tell me this until after <laughs> she had. She gave your beards off. No, well, she fucking. She goes, I, I says, that feels a bit high, that like, when you, where you're fucking tidying that up. I said, stop a minute, let me go and check. Looked in the mirror, and it was up to fucking here, right? And I thought, I'm not walking around with some sort of fucking pedo chin strap, do you know what I mean? So, I just said, whip the lot off, you fucking... I was I was in a proper mood, right? She said, I'm sorry, lad, I've had, I've had my painkillers. And I'm like, you're off your fucking nut here. So, yeah, that you was... You know what, I, I, I actually quite liked having a beard when I had a beard. Mm. It, that the... Um... Stupid, I just shaved, I shaved it off. I thought, oh, it's itchy, it's itchy. Mm. Threw my head in and beat the maintenance of it was a pain in the ass. And then trying to get it back to a decent level, I just I just get to a week now. I go, fuck off, get rid of it. I, I it's, probably it's get past that mm. two or three week stage when it's just like itchy and it's horrible and you just put the oils on it and all that. Just hides the double chin. That's the sole reason why I've got it, mate. If I, I've just got this because I'm fucking lazy. Yeah. Honestly, I went. I went into work the day after. clean shaven. Went into work the day after. And the woman who serves like in the in the beer room at work, she was there, and she goes, "Can I tell you something?" I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Honestly, I didn't realise how many chins you've had until you've shaved that that beard off." I was like, "What a fucking nubbin!" Like, like, it's heavy that isn't it like and uh, that's she's just a bitch <laughs> hey, she's, oh she's so forward mate hey, she's so forward she like, said oh girl you're dead fat <laughs> she's you, not though she's not she fit no she's not she's old but she's not fat <laughs> uh, so you look like a fucking old ball bag girl yeah well that's the thing I, I, I was dead offended like her so anyways we'll sign the office today um, because well, I don't want to keep you and stuff like that so um, is there anything you want to plug before we go 
Amtlöste, da mae'n eifus bach, cael oldi o'r glyd, da mae'n ffactor i project on New Year, so yeah, I've got a few bits coming up. If you want to book me, please. Please just have please. in the inbox. Absolutely. Did you hear the, the croak in his mouth? Please. If you want to book me, I don't want to play for you. Outside, <laughs> <laughs> uh, giving a 12 on to Kimmy's Dove. I've got loads of tunes out, haven't Yeah, so I've got music currently out on, I've just had somebody just on Clubbed. My mind's gone blank and I can't remember what it is. I've got loads coming up anyway. Some acceleration and we've got we've got a tune out on we've got a tune out next year, haven't we? On on Cheeky. But we've also got something currently running in the uh Bounce Seven Bounce Seven, Power of Love. Power of Love. Did sit at number one for uh, a day. Did it, yeah? Oh, great, yeah. that means we, we, we sold one copy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll give you the 50p out there. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> we can have that half a can of coke until then. I just want to say thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed it, um, share with your mates. That's as I say every time. If um, you haven't enjoyed it, fuck off. <laughs> Did I say that? I said that last episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> great, I said if you've made it an, an hour and something in and you're still watching, fuck off. Like, anyways. I'm a lot nicer than so just book me a chance. <laughs> like, the lights are going to go off, you know. Right, yeah, right. See you later. <laughs>